Welcome to Parts of Unknown presents Never Break Kayfabe. Your name is Rick Kane. Your name is Michael Davis. And we didn't record this podcast a year and a half ago. We are talking about the upcoming Sting's final match in AEW. Sting and Darby Allen, who will take on the greatest executive vice presidents in the history of professional wrestling. Shall we call them by their Christian names? We shall their, call them their God given names. We will call them by their God given Christian names Matthew and Nicholas. Book. <laughs> <laughs> the the young book. All right, can I ask you a question? Yes. Tell me about your feelings about the name of their new finisher. The um EVP trigger. The EVP trigger. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. I love that they're that they've made being EVPs their gimmick too, and that they're heels again. I think they're better at heel as being heels. The Hill Bucks have always been my favorite. I but I like the EVP Hill Bucks better because when they were Hills in Ring of Honor, uh, All Japan, they were cocky DX Hills. Oh yeah, that then they got season assist because of it. But it was fun. Th- those were the fun times. Like, they were the, those were the fun heels. Bullet Club DX. I love that they call their double sharpshooter the cease and desist. Yeah. (laughs) It's good. It's clever. They're good at names. They're good with names. They were good, and that's why they made so much money on t-shirts. They're so good with names. Yeah, they're branders. They're branding people. They understand branding. They're they're uh, they're uh, they're they're they. <laughs> I can't think of words. They're media people. They're words and things and stuff. Words media people. But I so let's start out. Let's do this step by step. I do specifically want to talk about Sting's last match one because it puts down an actual timestamp on this conversation that proves that we did not record this podcast in 2023. Yes. And the it's the biggest thing that's coming on in the next couple of weeks, uh, March third. Now, I your your mom and I were talking about what's going on on March third. Now I remember the other thing that's going on on March third. Sting's last match for AEW live on pay per view, the Hill Bucks versus Darby Allen and Sting. For the are they for the AEW? I would assume they had to, they have to be officially as of last Wednesday's Dynamite for the AEW World Tag Team Titles. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a fun little to add add to it. I'm upset that Ricky Starks lost because I like Ricky Starks, and but he's but he's I think he's good enough that he doesn't need a title. But they're helpful. Uh, but, but winning titles are helpful. I think Ricky Starks is going to loop around. I think uh, they're going to do something with him. I, I actually foresee the them getting the belts back, him and Big Bill. Yeah. I don't know if, like, if they'll challenge the Young Bucks for it or if they'll get put into, like, a tournament for it. But I hope that they get them back. Yeah. All right, let's start – through this step by step, including the reemergence of the Hill Bucks 
as they stood out as the ones that would be in Sting's last match. Do you know a lot about the pushback on them having that match? I don't. It was another one of the, I can't believe that Tony Khan's friends get to have their way again garbage. Uh, but I literally think, that, all right, they're, they're pretty young. And I think that they still have a full career. I think that they are the right ones to have Sting's last match. Because, I don't know, you don't lose an important streak or a career-defining thing to a guy like Brock Lesnar. You you lose it to someone. Did you get that reference? I got it. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> you lose it to someone that can actually grow and be, be something because of what happened. Yeah. And the Bucks... Need to have that shift from being the Rock and Roll Express to being like a legacy team. Yeah, they need they need to draw. I think they need to drop the young soon, but <laughs> especially now that that Nicholas's hairline is receding so yeah. bad. <laughs> it's really far back. He starts to look a lot like his dad because his dad too. It's like in the middle of his. <laughs> so, all right, we're not okay. God bless. We have to make that statement because of what you said. But we we do not believe in body shaming. We no, do not. No, but you I'm you sorry. really cannot call them the young bucks anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I think I call them the bucks all the time. I don't say young bucks. I say the bucks. Yeah, I like calling them the hill bucks now. Yeah. I love I love the whole EVP thing. So let's go back. The pushback of them winning it. They 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 didn't. There's a lot of people that came back with the all the Tony Khan's friends get to have their way again. The Bucks get to have their way, but they wanted it to be somebody that had some kind of defined legacy with Sting. Is there anybody in AEW that has any form of a defined legacy with Sting? No, not really. Like, not that I can think of. Yeah. Every, yeah, if, it, if they're all either retired or they're not in AEW. Or they're not in AEW. I can't, honestly, I cannot think of an active performer in any promotion. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to think about Impact, too. That has a defined legacy with Sting. Dolph Ziggler has a moment with Sting. That <laughs> that, that, he, uh, that he woke up from a chair concussed daydream. Yeah. And you were there. You were there. And Sting was there. <laughs> that whole Survivor, Survivor Series. The only thing that I could have thought was if, if Cody was still in AEW. Yeah. To have... Either the Rhodeses against Sting and Darby or Cody and Sting. God bless Dustin. God bless Dustin. That's not the match we want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got the Hill Bucks. So there's this other old man that's floating around AEW right now. He's, got, he's, he's promoting the energy drinks. Who's promoting the energy drink? Do you know that Tony Khan shared, and and there was other reports, reports that supported it, do you know Tony Khan is not paying Flair to be on TV? I did not know that. The energy drink company pays Tony Khan for Flair to be on TV. <laughs> No, it's not a shot. I think that is a shrewd 
the idea of that con is pulled off. Yeah. All right. God bless. Uh, we'll say what we say about Flair, okay? Okay. But if you can get Ric Flair on your TV show and get paid for it, it's it's a good deal. Yeah. It's that he he got away with that. That's a good deal. I have opinions on Flair, but yeah, good, God good, bless. Good for him. Yeah, his the majority. I'm a part of his main demographic will watch Flair on TV. I I I I am a part of Flair's demographic, and even I just kind of just I I think that he needs to rest. I mean, he, what two three years ago he was in a coma. And now he's Ric Flair again. Terry Taylor made a statement that he was an alien, and I think that Terry Taylor was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, with this free connection, the only the one thing that pulls this into Sting's legacy is to have Flair hook up with the EVPs. Okay. And how? I mean, tell me that would not work. They are trying to be the upper class. EVPs, why not have the image of upper-class elitism be with them? Tell me that doesn't make sense. It does make sense, yeah. And, yeah. and Ric Flair doesn't like Sting. So, but the, he was with, he did some manage type stuff. I know, but you... Darby, but that was, a doubt. I don't, I'm, I was going to say that was a stunt so he could be on TV. No, but. that's fair. But but so you but he's building up Sting's trust and he turns on him. Good. We still have three weeks, two weeks until. Oh my God, that's only two weeks away. March is almost. It's, it's almost it's, March. It, it <laughs> is. January felt like it would never, would never end in. In February feels like it just started. Yeah, and it's almost on. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's only a few weeks away, and then we get this. Uh, so they have Flair turn on Sting. It's amazing. But I here's what they do. Honestly, they don't do it before the match. I think Flair is how that the the Bucks win the tag team titles. Yeah. Yeah. I and they carry that on after the fact. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for Sting's last match. We actually have a family member that will be present in the building that night in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh yeah. For um for Sting's last, last match. match, I'm quite I'm quite jealous. You know that I was thinking really hard and planning out how do I get go back home and visit family. Mm-hmm. And go to Sting's last match. I was trying to figure that out. And it just, there's so many reasons it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about another one of your favorites real quick. We we got a little bit more time. How do you feel about the position that Jay White is in right now? I don't want to talk about, well, we'll have to. I want you to, I want you to, I'm asking you, how do you feel about how that they are using who was the greatest international wrestler in the world? How do you feel that AEW is using them? Um, I don't know. I think right now it's okay because he, they're just with, I think they have, I think they need to like re look at all of their storylines because I think there's like a bunch of things. They just threw a bunch of things out, 
and then MJF kind of left, and now they don't know what to do. Uh-huh. So everyone's just kind of lost and in the crowd. And I think Jay White's a part of that group where they had like a big plan, and then nothing has come of it because of things moving around and leaving. Yeah. But I like that he. I like the. I like the the bang bang scissor gang. I like that Bullet Club's with the acclaim. I think that's gonna be really cool. And we just have to wait for them to fight Kingdom, the King, the United Kingdom. Yeah. What are, what are they calling themselves? They undisputed, the undisputed kingdom. Undisputed kingdom. The undisputed kingdom. Yeah. Because they they set it up as if they were gonna do that. And then they have them fighting Orange Cassidy and best friends right now. Yeah. And so we just have to kind of wait for him to fight Adam Cole again. And somewhere down the line, he'll fight. He'll get back into the main event picture. But also with Will Ospreay coming back, coming to AEW too during Revolution, I think that's also going to like kind of get the step back to that. They're gonna have a lot of like really talented made of venters that they're gonna have to flush out and figure out what to do with. Yeah. Did I hear Callus saying that Osprey's with them? He, because he is, he has been. Because when they were fighting Kenny Omega, well, Don Callis got was on Osprey's side because he, because Don Callis was is feeding with Kenny Omega, so Will Osprey was kind of like the first Don Callis family member. But he's always all over the place, so he's not like consistently on TV. But he's he's with them when when he comes out and there's the Last Supper mural with all the. Is <laughs> he in the it. picture? He's in the picture. Okay, so I just so let's go back to uh, Jay White for a second. Jay White, I, okay, God bless. I love the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. I like the name. I like the jokes. I like how they carry on. But I watched that promo Wednesday night. Did you watch AEW Wednesday? I watched AEW on Wednesday. Jay White looked absolutely depressed standing there with all that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big group. So he's lost in a. All right, God what? bless. I, this is gonna sound bad because I like I like joke gimmicks. Yeah, I like joke gimmicks. But Jay White, the greatest wrestler in the world, the former. And IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, who beat the greatest wrestlers in the world as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, is in a joke gimmick. Yeah. And so I, I brought this up on purpose because it actually links into our first conversation. If you want to build somebody up who deserves to beat Sting in their last match, yeah, it's Jay White. Jay White would be a good person for that, yeah. Yeah, but they are gonna have it. But they want a tag team match so that they could protect Sting. So Darby is gonna do most of the stuff, and that Darby Darby has been a ping pong ball lately for Sting. Yeah, yeah, and he has taken all the heat and all the bounces, and Sting gets to come in to be the undefeatable hot tag. Yes, yeah, which is how it should be, and Sting deserves it. Yeah, he deserves it. And he he has yeah, Singh deserves it. He's he's put in time, and he he deserves to be able to be the hot tag hero. And he also deserves way more than what WWE did to him in the in the Hall of Fame tour. 
Yeah. When as soon as they started making it WCW versus WWE, I knew for certain that he was going to get buried at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. And but here we are. AEW's doing it right, including discovering a way that they put belts on him, uh, put tag belts on him, and everything. Yeah. This this is an honoring thing. The one thing that we need to be aware of is, I I and I'm kind of excited about this is the Bordens. Did you see how big his kids are? Oh yeah. I didn't I didn't know that they were his kids until that they said it, the announce team said it. Yeah. But yeah, they're tall, they're big. Yeah, one of them looks just like his dad did back in the day too. And I I would they had them in the ring taking shots and stuff. I wonder if they're training. I would assume yeah. If your dad sting, do you not at least try? Oh yeah, I would try. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. But but that all, the whole conversation about Jay White, instead of being the depressed guy in a, in a mega group, Jay White, it should be Jay White and Sting. Yeah. And that's how you pass a legacy on. But also, I feel like because he was because he's he was a little leader of Bullet Club for forever. But, and kind of Bullet Club Gold has done some jokey things now and then. I think the main thing is, like, he's not, I don't, I don't know how to say this right. He's not, like, the leader. He's not, like, the main focus that gets to do all the singles matches and stuff. He's in a group with Billy Gunn and... (laughs) And the gay guy. And Anthony Bowens, the gay guy. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, no, I, everybody I, that listens to us knows how much I love Anthony Bowens. He's amazing. He is amazing. He's awesome. I give him, whenever he's in like a serious match, I'm always like, I got to give him the rest of my um, gay energy. For <laughs> but he's a great, he's a, he's a great wrestler. I love Anthony Bowens. And I love his LGBTQIA plus advocacy too. He's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more thing as we sew this off. Who beats Samoa Joe? I think it's. I think it'll. I. I hope it's Swerve. I hope it's Swerve. I don't. I because I think Adam Page is good and he had a title run. I think Swerve has more of the path right now. Like, Swerve is more of, like, the main focus. He's more popular. And the way that everything's mapped out right now, like, the way that the path looks, I think it's going to be... I hope it's Swerve. I would love to see a babyface Swerve Strickland against a Hill Adam Page storyline as Swerve is the champion. I, as Swerve is the champion. I was going to say, that's what's yeah. happening right now. but <laughs> With Swerve is the champion. Yeah. Yeah, because they have good matches together, and like they're they're great. To, they're great, but I I want I hope Swerve gets it. All right, the other thing too, I don't want to make this about race, but I have to. Tony Khan putting the belt on on Swerve Strickland and giving him a good title run would be good for professional wrestling. Yeah, and 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 I don't want to make it about race, but I have to. For AEW to have a dominant champion of color would be awesome. And yes, I realize that Samoa Joe is Samoan, but you you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 
because, yeah, I know I get it. Because WWE, WWE has never, ever, ever, ever done that. They not at least not for like a consistency. Like Kofi had it for a second. There's Kofi, Kofi Mania, and then Biggie had it, and I was so happy that Biggie won. And then Bobby Lashley, and Booker, and Booker T. Yeah, and they never did any of those right. They didn't do Booker right. They made Booker's title reign a gimmick, the King Booker thing. I would have rather Booker T been the champion. Yeah. If you if you know what I'm saying. I I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like not not a gimmick. Yeah, not King Booker. Yeah, but Booker T, yeah. Yeah. All right, and well then, Yeah, Kofi jumping on Brock Lesnar. That match was was absurd. Fox that was the first show on Fox. They wanted a title change on Fox and Brock was there. Kofi ran over, jumped on his shoulders. It I'm was a three-second match. I'm happy he clearly jumped on his shoulders, that he didn't try to make it look like tri- something. Like, he made it. Like, he just did it. And I, I was happy that he was, like, that he made it visibly like, I'm supposed to do this, so I'm just going to jump on your shoulders. Well, at least he did it better than Jeff Jarrett did. That was that was bash at the beach caliber bad, though. But back, there was a pay-per-view that Jeff Jarrett was supposed to lose to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett got in the ring and just laid down. And and that was that was Jeff Jarrett that did that, the person, not the character. Uh-oh. He just went in there and laid down. And then later that night, Booker T won the belt for real. But uh, which, which really tainted that whole moment for Book. But Kofi running across the ring and jumping up, mm-hmm. you could tell he did it on purpose. And it's like, okay, well, that could have happened. He could have ran over and tried to jump on Brock, and Brock caught him right and F-fied him. It, it, but you knew. Yeah. It, yeah. All right. That was Parts of Unknown Presents Never Break Kayfabe live from an eight-hour drive. Your name is? Rick Kane. Your name is? My name is Michael Davis. Have a week.